Okay, good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can uh, for today's trading opportunities. So we'll do all, all our, our analysis in the next sort of 10, 15 minutes. And excuse me, I do apologize. Uh, we'll do all our analysis. Uh, we'll have a look at market fundamentals. We'll have a look at risk sentiment and then the technical uh, charts themselves. And we'll be able to put together, hopefully, a coherent trade plan uh, we posted into the chat box before you leave so you can take it away with you and that's really designed to just guide us over the course of the trading day know what we're looking to trade what direction we're looking to trade it and hopefully some of the levels that we're looking to get in um, okay so let's uh let's start with with our risk warning as always uh, just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen and um, all profitable traders, they need to consider, of course, uh, which markets to trade. Where do we then enter and exit those markets? How do we manage risk? This is the trading process, really, that um, all trading strategies should be going through. Uh, how do you manage risk? Uh, how do you mitigate risk and things like that and try and protect your capital as much as you can? And then uh, trade management. So if the market moves in your favor, what decisions do you make regarding taking profit? Um, taking risk off the table and things like that and then trading psychology all very important facets of, of trading financial markets there's a lot of education on every facet um but just to let you know we do address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms so we're constantly talking about you know very important elements of trading these markets and showing you how we get into some of these trades and how we try to exploit them uh, and we're strong advocates as well of being consistent in our in our approach so you don't really generally see us chopping and changing and throwing our, our strategy out the window and starting again. We, we, we know exactly what we're looking to do, um, and that's really important. Accurate with the levels we use. Uh, every level we talk about has a is a purpose. It's often uh, an important technical level for some reason, one reason or another. Uh, disciplined with our capital. We're not frivolous. Uh, and the last one there is patient as well. And uh, we've been talking about this sort of, strong pullback over the last week or so in these financial markets and they're pulling back into really significant resistance um so but they're at different levels you see so we want to uh identify a level and if the prices break through then we're looking at prices moving up to the other level so we're not and we need to be patient in order to allow that to happen as well um okay so let's get straight into it then we'll uh let's start with just reviewing potential market moving news so, um, so nothing of any major concern. Um, I suppose we did have the RBA um, raise rates twenty five basis points, but the markets interpreted it pretty much as a um, a dovish rate hike, uh, implying that the RBA will be pivoting. Um, it's the same kind of narrative that we're seeing in the US. Um, and in Europe as well, that, you know, we are continuing to raise, but the overall outlook looks like we'll be reducing rates. And the problem with these central bankers, they can look at all the information and then they can get things wrong. They got the transitory story wrong two years ago. Uh, we're still living with the consequences of higher inflation now. So, um, so that that's an interesting development it kind of feeds into the overall 
resilience story that we've been seeing over the last week or so, we just really question that resilience. Um, I think from a fundamental perspective, we question the resilience. We do appreciate there is some good positive aspects to that trade. Um, there's also some pretty significant negative aspects to that trade as well. Um, and we think, you know, the, the coming weeks could be quite linear. If, if we get this higher for longer rhetoric and inflation stays sticky, we get a downside move in these equity markets. Um, we get that risk off trade and the vice versa is also true. If we get that rate pivot perpetuated saying, yeah, you know, we'll start lowering rates or, you know, we've now peaked and all that kind of stuff. Um, and inflation continues to come down, then that's probably quite favorable for the financial markets. So we've got this sort of binary um, discussion to have. Um, and, and prices will very much, if you're looking at news headlines, you'll see that they're very much reacting in that way. So if they go up, it's about, uh, you know, these central banks pivoting and, you know, we've, we've raised rates to, uh, to a level that, um, we're not going to go much higher. Um, that's one sort of narrative. And the other narrative is that, you know, like we're seeing now, is that the, the stocks fall because of rate concerns, you know, that they'll have to stay higher for longer. So you're really going to get caught in that sort of binary uh, narrative. So for today, uh, inflation expectations quarter on quarter um, coming in slightly lower for the New Zealand economy. Um, so where do we peak with these inflation? Okay, only three and a half, uh, 3.36. So we're softening. We're not, we're not back at the norm by any, any stretch. You'd, you'd, you'd probably say somewhere around 2.2 is probably the, the kind of the average. Um, so we're above the average. And this is a quarterly inflation expectation number as well. So today we're going to hear from Governor... Uh, Bailey, who will be speaking, uh, to speak at the Central Bank of, of Ireland Financial System Conference in Dublin. Okay, so that'll be interesting. Um, I don't think there's any questions asked. And same situation for Jerome Powell. So you'll hear a lot about Jerome Powell and, and uh, you know, m the markets are, are watching very carefully. But it's not this particular event. He's due to deliver opening remarks at the Division of Research and Stats uh, Centennial conference in Washington. It's actually Jerome Powell speech tomorrow. That's that's a far more importance for this market. 7 p.m. tomorrow due to participate in a panel discussion titled monetary challenges in the global economy. Um, so audience uh, questions expected. So that's the big event. Um, and in between that, we'll have unemployment claims uh, expected to come in um, 218,000. You know, th this this sort of figure, 280,000, is actually higher than than the previous uh, six, eight, seven months. So are we seeing that sort of loosening of the jobs market? It looks pretty tight, uh, although this is one of the, the kickers from last week that, that enabled prices to, to continue. It's like, oh, great, you know, there's a, there's a strong softening uh, in the jobs market due to unemployment claims going up. 
but it's not as you can see going up by very much okay let's see if what, what figures we get uh, on thursday and then we're closing out with a couple of sort of gdp numbers for the uk economy it looks like it's flatlining and also um consumer sentiment as well in the afternoon so and, uh, we, we'd probably argue tomorrow's jerome powell uh, event is probably the biggest market event uh, news event of the the week um potentially by a country mile so what are we looking for um we're still looking for some downside in these equities and uh, we, we started to rally again yesterday but as you can see we've got these uh these double highs back up at these high levels and we've got the 100 period moving average just above these current levels so we're, we're not too uncomfortable with this market rallying even higher um and if it ran into this little level we we, we would like to sort of see if we can take um that sell trade and um kind of commit to it to the downside but when we're there or thereabouts now we can sort of drift sideways for for you know two or three days like you see previously um so it's not like we're gonna bounce up and then you know immediately start selling off it's very rarely the case normally we procrastinate around these levels for a, for a period but any opportunity to start selling these markets we we will probably still look at taking it uh, the dow we, we we did breach and make new highs but this is still a strong level of resistance you can see um this is a level that we would ordinarily like to be selling from we just need to be patient and wait for the opportunity to arrive same situation with the we've actually broken above the moving averages now and this is an important level but this is a a strong level of resistance this monthly high so let's see how this price performs uh, within that for the nasdaq so a little bit more bearish for the FTSE we're now breaking out to the downside but we've got probably a short-term move down to these lows that would be the direction of travel and the dax which we're already in um will hopefully get some make some progress lower uh, the nikkei just to finish is kind of rolling over off its highs and then bitcoin um it, there's there's this sort of higher high higher higher low sort of narrative it's just kind of grinding higher um nothing nothing too standout-ish but um we've already had a bit of bit of a strong move uh to the upside there so our bias just to clarify is looking for a sell trade up at these highs that's what we're looking for uh us oil um we've really rallied off of perhaps worse than expected demand numbers uh, for US oil. So prices have rallied to the downside. This is now a structural failure to the downside. Now, we would like to look for some opportunities to start buying US oil. Um, certainly at $76 seems like a decent price, bearing in mind there's war in the Middle East um, and there's sort of rhetoric and conflict potentially coming from uh, major oil producing countries like Iran and um, and the Saudi Arabia as well so you know this could rally very very quickly but at the moment it seems very very subdued so again we'll just allow it to just pull back and see if we can find some support same situation with gold yesterday we kind of 
rolled over to the downside and we've got a strong support level in there and there's a bit of support um, just below these lows so um, that's the gold okay so so moving on to the dollar pairs um, you can see yesterday we had some selling we're getting some continued selling we need to keep an open mind regarding the dollar because last week we saw a really strong move and when you see a bullish candlestick like this you want to sit up and take note now saying that can we get a corrective move and start buying at these lower levels that's probably what we're looking at especially if the dollar is going to be as um as weak as it potentially could be the the, the dollar yen um we're up at these elevated levels we're, st we're still in this trade to the, to the downside we're, we're rallying bouncing off the lows um, we're, we're just going to hang in this trade to see if we get a structural failure trade at which point all of these buyers will start running for the exits you might get a bit of intervention from the boj and you'll get a, a really strong move to the downside so slightly unusual trade there for the uh dollar yen so a little bit of positivity for the dollar again. Um, yesterday proved quite a strong day for the dollar. Um, we were deciding to actually trade the dollar or trade the the the, 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 um, the equity markets, and we kind of preferred to focus our attention on the equity markets. But you saw the dollar you know, just continue to strengthen. And this is off the back of the RBA actually raising rates, 25 basis point rate hike. So a little bit on the upside downside, um, but we'll see if these markets can rally from these lower levels. Um, same situation, a pullback of Friday's strong selling. This is what we thought we'd see in the equity markets and we haven't really seen it um, just yet. So, um, the dollar strength we'd have to keep a, a close eye on. Um, Euro pound don't really like that trade, and the yen pairs are kind of struggling to make significant progress to the upside. And then that brings us back to the commodities. So, our, in terms of our trade plan, we're going to it's going to be pretty similar to to yesterday's trade plan because we didn't really get the opportunity to to get into those downside trades now we're in uh we we were took a small trade on the nasdaq um and that started to make new highs but we've been quite patient to actually say right well we really need to see the volatility to the downside before getting into these uh industry trades and that just remains the same again um Uh, so we're, we're actually waiting and being quite patient looking for opportunity to sell us indices uh, and we're looking for 
and we're looking for further dollar strength. So this is our market summary. Uh, technical risk off market conditions. Um, now, the reason why that was more of a, a technical trade uh, was because it was we were able to kind of bounce off strong resistance and then drift sideways for a little while. So if we saw those structural failure trades kick in, we would have got into those trades to the downside. We didn't. Prices made new highs, and now we're looking at selling at a higher price, which is actually not a bad, not a bad thing. Um, so, so we're looking for risk-off markets. Uh, so, as a result, um, currently we're on this risk-off narrative, but we don't really think that's. That's too sustainable. Um, we're looking for that rollover trade. So we're looking for opportunities to sell the US indices and we're looking for uh, dollar strength. Um, and we're just gonna have to be a little bit selective. So on that note, guys, thanks very, very much for joining us. We'll, we'll wrap it up there. We'll switch rooms now to our um, uh, European uh, trading room where we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have a look at the market open, see where there's opportunities. And it looks like then we might get a couple of decent opportunities in some of the US indices. So we'll break them down, we'll have a look in a little bit more detail for you. So that's our trade plan. It's not a case of what's happening now, it's a case of what we're looking for. And what we're looking for is that risk off trade to begin to kick in. And if it does, we might be looking to pull the trigger today, hopefully. Um, right, so on that note, thanks so much for joining us. Oops, sorry, the, the actual narratives of this will we, we'll more likely switch from kind of this rate pivot narrative, dovish Fed to more of a hawkish, sticky inflation narrative and rates higher for longer. So it will flip-flop, but we're waiting for this risk-off trade to begin to kick in. And if so, there could be some decent opportunities there for us. At the moment, the markets are not really moving in the directions in which we would like them to move. Okay, any questions, feel free to post them, guys. If not, uh, thanks very much for joining us as always. We will look forward to seeing you next time. If you can join us, and uh, if you are interested in learning how to trade the financial markets, um, do have a look at one of our discounted live trading and education bundles on the website. It does start from $59 a calendar month, so you might find it uh, suitable for you. So for more information, just go to the livetrading.com and do feel free to connect with us through our website if you need. Great stuff, guys. On that note, do take care. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.